Hey everyone, it's Lauren and Mark. Welcome to another edition of the Loose Lugs Racing Podcast. We have some great stuff in store. Let's get to it. All right. Hello, Loose Log Nation. Today we have episode 59 for you. Uh, Mark, when I think of the number 59, I think of Wyatt Lemmers, who is in the uh, quarter mile late model division at Wisconsin International Raceway. Uh, also, Tom Pistoni, Tiger Tom Pistoni, Lloyd Moore, Blackie Pitt, uh, Stacy Compton in that Kingsford Xfinity 59. Marcus Ambrose also raced that for a little bit, and so did Jimmy Johnson. Uh, that Kingsford car is one of the best paint schemes that I remember as a kid. I think even way back, I, what, didn't uh, Dave Blaney went back in the day with the 59? That Kingsford car has been around a long time. <laughs> so those them red, white, and blue colors are quite popular. Absolutely. Uh, anyone else that uh, you think of? You know, when I was growing up, there was Gary Hammerling. He was from southern Wisconsin. He always came up on uh, um, for the red, uh, red, white, and blue um, on Sunday afternoons. He used to have a, I think it was an orange and white 59. I remember that. Uh, once again, not a very popular number, but, uh, yeah, that's uh, pretty much who I remember from the old days. Yeah, absolutely. Um isn't there a street stock out at WAR 59? Um, Terry Van Roy split it with um, George Schwalbach. Isn't that 59 George, now that George, I just thought of? Yeah, George Schwalbach. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's got many miles around there. When he gets in there on the quarter mile, he does really well. Also, and I was sitting here thinking, how did I miss that one? Um, I think that's a 59. Yeah, uh, that was a Mopar a couple years ago, man. That's the sharpest looking car on the racetrack. For sure. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right, buddy. Well, uh, we got to go all the way back to Bristol Dirt. Uh, well, first, let's let the fans know we're going to hear from Ty Majeski um, uh, later in this podcast. We go back to Atlanta with him. We covered some of the races that we talked about with him previously on the podcast, just not with him. So we're going back to Bristol Dirt uh, where they have heat races. Uh, overheating issues in Heat 1 for Tanner Gray and Buddy Kofoid in the Truck Series. Austin Dillon, Ty uh, Majeski, Logano, and Chandler Smith win the heat races. Uh, in Stage 1, it was Ben Rhodes, Ty, Friesen, Logano, Chandler Smith, Kligerman, Elliott, Crafton, Hosfar, and Matt Benedetto. Man, that track was so much better this year, man. There was there was two grooves running there. You know, there wasn't just a single groove. And a um, little dusty to start, but uh, man, they maintained that track really good. Um, huh, I can yeah, I can see why they're going to have Bristol there again on the schedule next year. I I totally agree. Um, I had hesit I was hesitant about it this year after seeing it last year, and last year I even thought maybe it was a gimmick, but. This year, I was super excited about the racing, and it it didn't disappoint. Um, stage two, uh, you know, Ty, Ben Rhodes, and Austin Way Self stayed out at the stage break. And actually, you'll hear from uh, Ty in a little bit. They were supposed to pit on that uh, sequence there, uh, but didn't hurt them as far as stage finish. Rhodes wins uh, the stage, then Ty, then Nemechek, Kligerman, Logano, Elliott, Kofoid, Hosevar, Chandler Smith, and Derek Krause. 
Yeah, they got the stage point, but yeah, Ty was going to do what the 99 did, and 99 missed Pitt Road, so <laughs> his bed was made, he followed through, and, and it worked out for him. They, uh, they got some stage points out of it. That's a, a bonus for that. For sure. Um, in the race, Matt Benedetto and Austin Wayne Self get stuck together when Matt Benedetto slides up in front of Self. I have here in my notes an old uh, Larry, Larry Mack and Daryl Waltrip thing. Have you ever... No, I never. Um, but uh, locally, locally at dirt races and stuff, yes, I have seen cars actually mm-hmm. get locked up together. Yes. But uh, it was kind of strange how that front end swiped across the rear end and they just locked them together. And, um, you know, the the safety crew, they were trying to be nice at the beginning, you know, trying to figure we get these things <laughs> apart without causing any more damage. But, uh, um, yeah, it was quite entertaining, just like, uh, check this out. But uh, they finally got them apart. It took a little bit, though. Yeah. yeah. I like the way you put that, trying to be nice, but eventually it had to just, you just had to get them apart. However, you had to get, get them apart. Um, uh, Eckes and Chandler Smith make contact with Smith going around after that. Uh, and then Kofoy tries to cross over roads, gets loose, and goes around. Unfortunately, Ty spins to avoid and uh, spins, and Derek Krause gets involved as well, unfortunately, for our friend Derek. Um, man, they had good days going. and um, But it sounds like uh, I think they were having a lot of fun. And then I have here, before we get going to the finish, uh, before the caution, though, so the caution came out late. I think it was like 10 to go or so. Fox went to commercial with 12 to go. And I have in here really because why why so late in the race? Why do you have to get a commercial in at Bristol where you know it's not gonna be real long? Yeah, every once in a while. <laughs> you know, they didn't even give you a side by side. And uh, um yeah, that's um that just proves again that the networks are the one that's running the show a little bit. Yeah, you I don't would... get your commercials in, you know. Well, you got to get them in, you know. So, yeah, it is what it is. That, that could be frustrating at times. It, it was frustrating, you know. For the most part, they do a good job, but that one, that one frustrated me. Um, anyway, uh, Rhodes gets around Carson Hosevar late and wins, and and you know we talked to um, uh, Justin Mondike up here, and I said I should call you Mister Second Place, and he was kind of laughing about that a little bit and calling me a savage. I almost want to call Carson Ozevar Mr. Second Place. He uh, he just can't get whatever he needs, have the luck to finish in first. But uh, good run for him still in second. Uh, Rhodes won there, as I mentioned. Ozevar, Nemechek, Kligerman, Eckes, Logano, Elliott, Enfinger, Crafton, and Zane Smith, your top ten. Yeah, Osavar. Not that race. I think he was quite happy with the second place, but there was a race that was further down the line that I, I think he was going to start crying. I mean, <laughs> he wanted it so bad, and he finished second place. So, um, yeah, there's another team that's going to pop away in here pretty soon. Yep, yep. And then the uh, Cup uh, Cup Series there was there as the uh, second part of the weekend. Uh, heat races again for, for these guys. Reddick, Bell, Haley, and Ty Dillon win the heat races. Uh, stage one ends under caution. Kyle Larson takes the win there. Ty Dillon, Bell, Austin Dillon, Kyle Bush, Bowman, Logano, Reddick, Blaney, and Stenhouse for your top 10. In stage two, LaJoy spins and collects Gregson. Bowman, who spun a few laps earlier, actually, uh, so he went to bend back there, but due to a spin he was, and Harvick also collected. Uh, Brad spun as well in stage two. 
Chase Briscoe wins the stage. Bell, Suarez, Elliott, Kyle Busch, Larson, Logano, McDowell, Blaney, and Reddick were the top ten there. You know, that new card, it was they were worried about this new card, how it was going to react to that dirt. Um, all in all, I think it held up really well. They, they put on a good show. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Uh, a couple of huge moments for Kyle Busch. Wow. Um, then the red flag for rain, and you were questioning if this race was going to get going again. It did. Unfortunately for Ross Chastain, he has engine issues when they get back going. Uh, Austin Dillon lost power, and that caused a log jam. Kurt Busch goes into the wall. Almirola and Byron get involved there. Yeah, wonderful weather, though. Uh, you know, and Chastain, <laughs> holy smokes, dude. I mean, that dude, wherever he goes, even on dirt, road racing, everything, I, I'll tell you what, that that dude's going to be, uh, you're going to have to fight him for the championship later in the season. Absolutely. Uh, totally agree. Trackhouse racing has been a bright spot on this season. But the 99 has got all the bad luck, you know, as Suarez. If they turn that around, that is going to be one-two uh, punch there. If Suarez gets all the villains off of that team and the bad luck, uh, yeah, they're going to have to fight them guys too uh, for the championship. Totally agree. Uh, Briscoe tries to slide job Reddick coming to the checker flag, makes contact with Reddick, and they both spin. Reddick goes, uh, gets going, but Kyle Busch beats him to the line. Uh, what a finish! Unbelievable. Um, it was almost looking like it was going to be a spin and win type of deal. Um, but uh, unfortunate for, for Reddick, his first win will have to wait. Uh, Kyle Busch, Reddick, Logano, Larson, Blaney, Bowman, Bell, Elliott, McDowell, and Ty Dillon were your top 10. Kyle Busch says this is awesome. He feels like Dale Earnhardt because of the booze, but he didn't even do anything. <laughs> Um, and also remember Kyle Busch claimed Bowman backs into wins earlier in the season, but now says, uh, you can get them how you can get them. Yeah. Once when it happens to you, then it's all good. You know, um, um, that's why you don't give up, man. That's, you know, even though you're a quarter, half a lap behind, you know, and uh, the leaders take each other out and Kyle Busch was right there at the right time. And he had just enough momentum to beat him at the line. Um, super race, man. That was all good stuff. Yeah, and you know, also, uh, I wanted to shed some uh, positive light on this too. Reddick had an awesome interview, took it in stride. Uh, they followed Briscoe. He came over to apologize shortly after, and they both both understood what happened, what was on the line, and that and they shook hands. Cool to see. However, I don't know if I could have handled it, or many people could have handled it as well as Reddick, and and some people are criticizing him for it. Well, if that would have been Kyle Busch, you know, you probably wouldn't even got an interview. So, um, yeah, he was all smiles. I think Reddick just appreciates where he's at. Um, and he takes everything, you know, with a grain of salt. I, I like his sportsmanship. His victories are going to come too. <laughs> and uh, recently they just did. Yeah, he's been running well recently. They um, have had some... Hard times, bad luck, it seems like. It kind of started there, I think. Uh, but he was running up front earlier, and uh, I would expect them to be back. But uh, um, kudos for him to, for taking it as well as he did. I don't think many people uh, would have, like I said earlier. Um, yeah, just that was cool. 
Yeah. You know, Reddick, he likes rim riding that outer wall. <laughs> He's probably one of the best ones at it. And there's a lot of tracks that demand that demand you to do that. And uh, that's going to come full circle. And he's going to get victories uh, because of the talent that he has on that. Yep, I agree. Uh, let's go to Talladega then. Xfinity Series and Cup Series were there. How about this? Jeffrey Earnhardt driving the Richard Childress Racing number three for the first time gets the pull with Larry McReynolds on the box. How cool is that? Yeah, Larry back on the, And, uh, yeah, he was happy as, as heck with that and with Earnhardt. And, and the three being back out there. And, you know, Talladega, it seems like they always pack the stands because, you know, the, they, they like your Earnhardt's there. And, uh, um, yeah, that's all good stuff, man. Yeah. Uh, Barry goes on to win stage one. Then Gibbs, A.J. Allmendinger. Castle, Hill, Allgaier, Gregson, Alfredo, Mayer, and Moffitt. In stage two with three to go, there was a wreck. Massey and Barry made contact. Massey spins and collects Yaley, Moffitt, Chandler Smith, and Ryan Ellis. Under caution, Allgaier won the stage. Mayer, Hill, Jones, Gibbs, Dollar, Brown, Earnhardt, Snyder, and uh, Burton uh, were the top 10 there. And then also, just after that, Jones gets penalized for not being single file down pit road during the break. Yeah, that's something that every once in a while, that's a ball and strike call where you see somebody that's not in line and they're trying to cut it early to get into the pit stall. And uh, every once in a while, someone gets pinched for that. Yep. Um, uh, Gibbs gets, go- gets a good shove and gets loose from Sieg. Uh, Gibbs actually put his hand out the window, uh, when he just, as he was, uh, spinning out there, I've never seen that before. Uh, he and Hemrick then make contact as his hand is out the window. That could be pretty dangerous. And Hemrick goes hard into the wall, Gibbs spins and collects Jones, Dollar and others. Uh, Gibbs ended up hitting the inside wall as well. And, and he was going to be done for the day. Typical Talladega, pile them all. Yep, that was the mini big one right there. <laughs> That's a, That was another have you ever. Have you ever seen anyone put their hand out while they're getting a shove and then lose control of their car and hit another car while their hand is still outside the window? Crazy. Well, it, might not be, it might not be the hand, but it could be the finger, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Good um, point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jones chops dollar and, and, and there's a wreck there. Brown, Vargas, and Grala are involved. Uh, Mayor spins after getting pushed by uh, Elmendinger and Clex Hill. There's a couple of front runners that were involved in that one, unfortunate. Uh, Creed and Baccarella end up wrecking. They were ready in overtime when that happened. And then Elgire runs out of fuel as they take the green after uh, another caution happened after that. And he was up front. That was uh, strange, bad timing. Gregson goes on to win the race. Jeffrey Earnhardt was closing in second, but just couldn't cross the line in front of him. Cool to see that number three with an Earnhardt in it with uh, Larry Mack on the box almost win. And and Larry Mack was pumped up on the box. I tell you what, Uh, AJ was third. Sieg, Castle, Alfredo, Herbst, Graf, Snyder, and Moffitt rounded out the top ten. Man, there's a few names in the top ten that you don't hear that often. Yeah, Larry Mack was pumped. That, all in all, that was practically a victory. Uh, you know, Bernard hasn't run that good either, and that was a good combination, man. Get a second place. That was just as close as a victory. 
I would like to see Jeffrey Earnhardt back in that car. See how he does. Even if Larry Mack's not on top of the box and that was a one one race deal, I'd like to see how Jeffrey does in some good equipment. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and um, you know, I, I say that, but he's actually been in Kyle, uh, you know, Joe Gibbs stuff and has done quite well. So I'd like to see him get a shot at some more races and some good equipment. You know, yeah, he's been trying a lot. He's got a little bit of bad luck that goes with, with, with what he's been doing also. But, yeah, if he got with a good team with good equipment, um, yeah, it would be amazing to see what, uh, what would happen with this result. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, were you going to say something else there? I kind of went off on a, a tangent there. I think you were. Nope, nope, I was mumbling, mumbling over here. So, yeah, <laughs> carry on, man. <laughs> uh, let's get into the uh, cup race then uh, in stage one, where spins getting to pit road. Hamlin overshoots his pit stall. Chastain and Brad were caught speeding, all on the first green flag stops of the day. How many pit, pit stops this year have determined races and, and mistakes? You know, and Hamlin, he's he's the king of, of getting penalties, being aggressive on pit road. Um, um, <laughs> seems like he's always fighting all through the races to try to get back because of all the penalties that he has on pit road. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Um, lap traffic was crazy in stage one. McDowell, I think, was the car on the inside. Chastain stayed in the middle. It all worked out and actually helped Chastain get into the free pass spot. Uh, Brad was making Logano really out of shape trying to get by Chastain for it. So it almost caused a wreck, but it helped Chastain personally. But I thought uh, there was a big one coming there caused by lap traffic. And, and how many times have we seen that? Yeah, sometimes it happens, sometimes it don't. You know, <laughs> that's Talladega, man. Hemrick slowed and got spun to the apron. He comes back on the track and collides with Briscoe and, and Busher. Uh, unfortunate for all them. Bubba Wallace goes on to win the stage. Larson, Bell, Byron, Truex, Elliott, Kurt Busch, Jones, Bowman, and Stenhouse were your top ten. Uh, on on a restart in stage two, Bubba pushes Logano, and Logano goes straight into the outside wall going into turn one. He comes back in front of the field and collects Sindrick, Burton, Ty, Ty Dillon, Gillen, Custer, Stenhouse, and Suarez. Uh, and actually what kind of started that was Truex stacked up the field trying to get a run and uh, on the outside line there. And, and how about Kyle Busch? He barely avoids it. Yeah, it didn't look like, I don't know if the steering was broke on Lacan or whatever, but it was like ricochet, and you just knew that when he was coming back down at, at that speed, nobody was going to miss him, and they just all piled her all up, and so, yeah, unfortunate kind of deal there. Yeah. Um, Byron wins stage two. Elliot, Larson, Truex, Bowman, Kyle Busch, Almirola, Jones, Chastain, and Kurt Busch, your top ten. Uh, Brad is caught speeding again in the race. This time it was on the last green flag stop of the day. Gregson, Kyle Busch, and Bell were all three wide leaving pit road. Bell and Bush make slight contact, which makes Bell go around. And they actually stayed green, and that was cool. Yeah, that was strange. Usually they're pretty fast on a caution on something like that. They, they left that green. So, yeah, um, yeah. there's sometimes that, you know, we, you and I are quite quit, critical about uh <laughs> when cautions are thrown or when they're not thrown. Um, but, uh, yeah, once again, ball and strike. Yep. Uh, Jones leads late and makes the right move to block Larson. They wreck behind him. Ross Chastain was on the bottom, stays there, and wins. Remember, he was a lap down at one point earlier in the race, so how about that comeback for that team? 
Austin Dillon, Kyle Busch, Larson, Truex, Jones, Elliott, McDowell, Bowman, and Harvick were your top 10. And, and Mark, we talked about this a little bit, but in my notes I say, how about Trackhouse Racing? Two wins and running awesome this year. Um, and then also, I love that Ross smashes the watermelon after winning, and then on top of it, he eats it. That is good stuff. And he came through the roof hatch. Yeah. You know what? What does watermelon taste like after it's been on the blacktop, man? Maybe, no, maybe we should try some of that sometime. Cooked watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's 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 a cool thing that he does that he smashes the watermelon and he eats and make sure that he ain't got no seeds on his face or nothing <laughs> like that you know? but, uh, <laughs> but oh man that's good stuff I love it. yeah and uh now his pit crew comes out and eats it with them and yeah i think he even made a comment that make sure i don't have any seeds on my face this time around and <laughs> stuff like that so i clean this time you know yeah <laughs> Somebody tell him he's got a seed on his face. Yeah, that's fun. And then they go to one of my favorite tracks. I would love to go to this track and watch over that, uh, especially that walk, what do you call it, walk over. Um, Of course, I'm talking about Dover going into turn three there. Uh, Xfinity race there, stage one, big moment for Almendinger after Nemechek gets into him, exiting stage, uh, turn two, excuse me. Mayor. Elgeyer, Barry, Jones, Nemechek, Gibbs, Elmendinger, Gregson, Herbst, and Creed, your top 10. And Mayer has a tire come off. Ugh. Yeah. Boy, you know what? Mayer's getting better and better every week, though, isn't he? Yes. Absolutely. Yep. Hey, uh, how about that? Would you uh, be interested in going in, uh, to Dover and sitting in that uh, walkover area in turn three? Well, let's go. I want Dover, Darlington. Oh, but we, if we go to Dover, we got to go get crab cakes, man. That that sounds like that's the place to go get crab cakes. And and uh, I saw that sounds almost better than Whataburger. So uh, <laughs> yeah, let's let's make a date and let's go to Dover and go get some crab cakes. I uh, I'm not much of a seafood guy, but I think. Um... Uh, I would have to try some seafood up there. Me, if I see food, I eat food. So <laughs> that's, the way, that's the way it works for me. I'm a common sewer, you know. <laughs> uh, hey, me too, man. Me too. <laughs> but that racetrack food, can't get enough of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of our favorites. Oh, yeah. Um, stage two, there was a big moment for Barry on the restart. He almost collects his teammate, Ulgeyer. Uh, Nemechek has a flat tire with seven to go on the stage. He had a brake rotor issue that punctured the tire. He would be done for the day after that. Uh, Massey spins late in the stage, and it will end under caution. Elgeyer, Jones, Elmendinger, Barry, Gibbs, Herbst, Gregson, Hemrick, Creed, and Hill, your top ten. Yeah, that Nemechek, well, didn't that, that brake rotor, the brake pad came out on the track, and it just destroyed that, that car, and that was the end of him. Yeah, this was during the time I had him picked for the race. I believe I had uh, some, I think I had Busher there when Hemrick got spung at Talladega. It was in a rough stretch for me. Um, so I was sitting there like, of course, you know, if something weird like that would happen that they've said is they've never seen on that team before. And <laughs> of well, course, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling it these days, dude. So I know how you feel. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Um, Barry gets loose and almost into Elgire again. Those two would have a good battle, and Barry takes the lead with 54 to go. Curry had an issue under a commercial break. That will set up a money uh, money start. 
Herbst might have been the only one who didn't need the stop at that point, uh, so it may have hurt him. And then, of course, Elgeyer, uh, you knew someone was going to have an issue on pit road, and Elgeyer had a slow stop there. Yeah, well, there's pit road again, uh, showing its colors. Yeah. Uh, Barry goes on and wins the race over his teammate Elgeyer. Gibbs, Gregson, Mayer, Omendinger, Jones, Creed, Herbst, and Sieg were your top ten. Gregson was the Dash for Cash winner. Yeah, there's another 100000 Always seems to go to that team. Uh, uh, yeah. For, uh, yeah, for the last few uh, seasons, it's been going that way. Junior Motorsports, yeah, for sure. They've collected quite a few of those. Yeah. Yep, that buys, uh, that buys some parts and tires and, and food for the crew. Oh, yeah, <laughs> well, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's important. It is. Um. Let's get into the Cup Series then. In Stage 1, Denny didn't go on the start. Questions if Busher jumped it, but he did not. Denny just didn't go. Uh, Busher got loose behind a lap car, 20-some laps in. Denny takes over the lead at that point. Uh, red flag for rain with 42 laps to go on the stage. It would resume the next day on a Monday. Uh, when it resumes, Sindrick gets loose and slaps the wall pretty good. Blaney didn't check up in time and gets into Gillen, who spins and hits the wall. Hamlin wins the stage. Elliott, Bell, Chastain, Truex, Larson, Byron, Busher, Kyle Busch, and Brad Keselowski were your top ten. And then on top of it, Hamlin loses a tire after the stop, and Boyer was going to interview him, but not after that happened, he said. <laughs> and I, I don't blame him. Uh, what happened was the nut fell off and ended up in Logano's pit, and they didn't notice it in time. But yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, the nut was there, and he took off, and right away you just know, well, guess what? Crucci's going on vacation for a few weeks. Uh, you know that ex exactly that that's going to happen. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> he was racing his own tire off a of pit road. <laughs> yeah, just look out the left one, and all of a sudden, hey, whose tire is that? <laughs> yeah, your your own. Um, in stage two, Larson spins, but get, uh, did a good job not tapping the wall. The right front uh, damages uh, the car going back to pit road, though. It was flat, so it damaged it. And then uh, Jones gets up into Logano, entering a turn, and Logano goes into the wall. Uh, Kurt Busch and Elmendinger make contact, which makes Bush spin. Uh, made pretty good contact with the wall. Ware spins and ends up sliding down into Hamlin. Decent damage to both cars there. Uh, Hamlin was having a rough day. Blaney wins the stage. Kyle Busch, Bowman, Truex, Stenhouse, Chastain, Jones, Burton, Busher, Elliott were your top ten. And and Blaney was on older tires there. He had an interesting strategy. Yeah, he was doing well on that uh, on them older tires. Hey, when, when Larson did that spin and hardly made any contact with the wall, that ignited the old video of Jimmy Johnson when he uh, did that uh, round and round and round spin down the front stretch and never touched the wall. And still the most amazing save you've ever seen was that door down the front stretch. There. Oh, yeah. And they replayed it like four or five times, and that one never gets old. I was like, I could see it another 10 times if you want to show it because it's amazing that he didn't hit the wall. And that was in a qualifying effort. And, uh, you know, Jeff Gordon's got his hands up. He can't believe it, you know, that someone lost it there and didn't hit the wall. Crazy. 
gas it, pray, gas it, pray. Just the way the car was. You gas it while it's going towards the wall, and you break it when and it was just uh, <laughs> just amazing. You could see when Larson when he spun that car, it was the same kind of wheel control, you know. So um, yep, uh, the good drivers have a way of keeping it off that self-cleaning racetrack and Yep, yep. Uh, Elmendinger loses a tire after the money stop with 78 to go or so. Um, there's another loose tire. Uh-oh. Um, Kyle Busch and Bowman had just made it to pit road when this happened. They will go a lap down, but did take the wave around. They were first and second uh, before that unfortunate caution. Uh, Suarez gets loose and goes around. He got into LaJoy. Reddick spins and hits the inside wall. Um, and then caution and checkered at the same time, Chastain and Truex were mixing it up. Truex was trying to get around Chastain, but Chastain closed the door, making Martin spin. Elliot goes on and wins his first race of the season. It was uh chase, then Stenhouse, Chastain, Bell, Bowman, Larson, Kyle Bush, Busher, Harvick, and Jones in the top 10. And I have a question for you because when I saw Truex spin, you had Truex that race. I forget who I had. But how can a guy who brings out a caution on the last lap only you lose a few spots and still finish 12th? Yeah, I, I don't know. That's, uh, I know it's different with NASCAR because if you can get the car going, then it, um, you know, you kind of regain where you get going. Um, whereas local level, you go to the back either way. But on the last lap, I figured it wouldn't work that way, but I guess it does. I, I guess so. I thought that if you're not up to speed and anybody gets by you, you lose that position because you're not there. But, um, yeah, strange, strange situation on that one. Yeah. Um, anyway, going to one of our favorites, Darlington, uh, another one of our favorites, I should say. Uh, the truck race there, nice save by uh, Ty in turn two on the start. He was wicked sideways. Uh, Kligerman wins the stage. Chastain, Hosevar, Enfinger, Chandler Smith, Nemechek, Tanner Gray, Rhodes, Crafton, and Friesen, your top 10. And that's uh, when Ty, uh, Ty had a tire issue. A tire goes down, has to pit. You'll hear why uh, later on. Hosevar wins the stage. Chastain, Kligerman, Enfinger, Nemechek, Eckes, Crafton, Priest, Rhodes, and Chandler Smith, your top 10 in stage two. You know, they put a new patch there off the of turn two. And uh, every once in a while, that became a calamity that uh, somebody would hit that. And, be, and you know, um, it uh, made for unstable vehicles coming off of that new patch. It was just a little bit of a bump there. And, you know, you're on the gas hard right there coming off of that corner. That just makes it more of a challenge getting off of that one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, kind of interesting where that patch is, too, like you just said. Yeah, it, it didn't seem like it's level coming off of it. Like there, there was a little bit of a dip that was there, and it was just enough to make them cars unstable. And every once in a while, it, uh, it you know, the old lady in black reached out. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nemechek squeezes Eckes on pit road. Eckes is mad and bumps him a few times. Eckes was forced to pit to repair the damage that Nemechek caused him there. And then a big wreck. Um, Purdy hard into the outside wall. Deegan, Self, Gray all involved there. And then Ty ran over the choose box, but they missed it. Uh, how often do you see NASCAR miss a penalty? So he, uh, you know, he's been on the bad side a few, so, um, but they, they missed that one. 
Man, I flew out of the chair after he was working his butt off getting the lap back, and he ran over that, and I yelled right out loud, Tide! I went, oh, you just absolutely uh, blew it. And even Michael Waltrip said, hey, even I could have made that call, and they never made the call. (laughs) And I just like, wow. And you know what? I don't think I've ever seen anybody ever run that box over. I I don't remember it. And I mean, this one was right there. And uh, apparently, no, I was thinking, well, maybe if you're pointing in that direction and you're, you know, um, but uh, apparently it is a penalty. They just missed it. And I, I don't know how they missed it. Yeah, I've seen it a few times uh, over the years since they uh, implemented it. So it's it's happened a, enough times. I don't know how they missed it either. And, and we'll hear from Ty in a little bit. But, you know, in his, in his, um, post-race interview, I think he said, um, I think it was with Bob Pockris, now that I think about it, that he thought he was the lucky dog on one of them and didn't get that call. And there's been a few calls to to go against him, so uh, maybe one back. Um, I know there were some fans that weren't weren't happy about it. And, you know, quite frankly, a rule's a rule, right? Like, that shouldn't should not be missed. But uh, a lucky break for Ty. <laughs> we'll take it, man. It's, it's, you know, Sometimes yeah. yeah, it comes and goes, and then you know if they they miss the call, well then that's that's it, and uh, and then they move on from there. But uh, yeah, I thought he uh, I thought he destroyed his race there after working so hard to get back on the lead lap, and then he he pulled that he was undecided on which way he wanted to go and ran out of room, ran ran the square room. But yeah, no call. It was all good for us then. Yeah, and you know, like you said, I I was uh, I started standing up because he got back into the top five, and also I saw that happen. And same thing, I was yelling, "No, no, he ran over the box. Now he's gonna have to go all the way to the back where he was, and he fought his way all the way back up there." And the team did a good job giving him good truck, and um, yeah, flat out missed it uh, by NASCAR. But um, we'll move forward. I still, say, I still say that should be white. That orange is hard to see. You know, and if it's got rubber over the top of it, that that burnt orange color that they've got. And I always thought, you know, when they first implemented that, that should be white so you could see it. But uh, they stay with that color. It's got to be hard to see. Well, okay, let, let's talk about that then. Um, I I think it should be, I just think it should be pick a lane, no penalty, you know. Like, pick a lane at this point and, uh, and good to go. I, I don't know. I don't. I feel like I think I said this at the time it was made in. We're making a rule just to make a rule. Like just have the driver pick pick a road by pick a lane by a certain point and all's good, you know. I I, I don't know. I, I think that they should put me on salary and let me put the cone out there and I'll I'll work for NASCAR and I'll risk my life and go out and retrieve the cone. Now that's what I'm thinking about. I I don't know about that either. I <laughs> I mean I I don't. I don't have a huge problem with it, but I just. I. I you're gonna penal. You're gonna penalize for a guy for picking a second too late. You know, like I just. That seems a little odd to me. Um. But. Yeah, I agree. Um. It is what it is. I don't have a huge issue with it. Um. Anyway, we'll digress from that and move on. Uh, Rhodes cuts a tire down with six to go. Caution comes up. Uh, Chastain had an issue on the restart and falls way back. Nemechek wins the race. Hosevar, Enfinger, Majeski, Crafton, Kligerman, Priest, Zane Smith, Ankrum, and Todd Bodine inside the top 10. Onion. 
Onion. Onion gets a top ten. Yeah, he's he's just doing this for fun, you know, and and getting more starts, you know, to add to his resume. So, um, yeah, good for him to get a tenth. That's got to be fun for him. Absolutely. Um, I know they're, you know, everyone wants to win, but for being out of it that long and hopping back in and, and getting a good finish like that, that has to feel like a win. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think he's having a blast doing it. It's a challenge, though. It seems like what he's been talking about, like a lot of things have changed since he's been full time. So, you know, he's catching up with that stuff. Yeah, for sure. Um, then the Xfinity series goes uh, to Darlington as well. Gregson wins stage one. Gibbs, Barry, Allgaier, Herbst, AJ, Sieg, Castle, Truex, and Nemechek were your top ten. A caution to go, uh, with three to go in the stage. Brown stopped on the front stretch in stage two. Uh, under caution, Gregson wins the stage. Gibbs, Allgaier, Nemechek, Reddick, Barry, Mayer, Almeninger, who hit the wall pretty good the prior lap. Uh, Truex and Herbst were the top ten. There's 10 top names, all 10 right there. Seems like always the best of the best always seem to uh, do well at Darlington for some reason. For sure. Um, I think it's that type of racetrack where, you know, the cream rises to the top. Indeed. Yes, sir. I, I feel the same way. Uh, restart with 22 to go. Barry jumps the restart over Elgire. He will have to do a pass-through penalty. Alfredo gets into Graf, and Graf hits the wall with 12 to go. They actually pit and take four tires. I expected some to uh, stay out because they just they had an opportunity to pit 10 laps prior, but they all pit. Uh, most pit, I should say. Some did stay out, and Elgire was the first with tires, and he lined up eighth on the inside. So he was in the fourth row, um, but position number eight. Uh, Reddick stayed out. He had a tire go down and drags the wall with six to go. Uh, that caused a caution. They restart with three to go. Allgaier was second at the time and makes quick work of A.J. Almendinger and holds off Gregson to win the race. Allgaier, Gregson, Herbst, Niewicek, Mayer, Castle, Jones, Almendinger, Hill, and Hemrick, your top ten. You know, Darlington just loves eating up tires. And even if you're out there for five, six laps, those tires are used up. And they always try to grab fours, you know, try to get them fresh ones on there. It makes such a difference there at Darlington. Yeah, and you know, there was a wreck as they were crossing the line. Clements squeezed Truex and they hit the wall. Um, Elgeyer had to come from the back to start the day, but was able to pull it off. That ended a nice winless streak for him. Yep, yep. He's been uh, struggling throughout the season and uh, had a long streak of uh, not winning. And, and Darlington, he gets around there really well. And so, uh, yep, yep, he, uh, he broke that streak. Yep. Uh, Darlington, uh, for the Cup Series, LaJoy and Hamlin make contact. Hamlin gets loose. Elliott gets into Brad due to the checkup, and Brad spins. Uh, and then Larson spins while battling Kyle Busch. Lugano wins the stage. Chastain, Bell, Kyle Busch, Truex, Byron, Hamlin, Jones, Reddick, and Bubba Wallace were your top ten. Yeah, you know Lugano, he's been he's been struggling all along, you know, getting terrible finishes. But then all of a sudden at Darlington, he gets the pole, and uh, he had track position all day, and uh, he kept it up front uh, even through the first stage. Yeah, uh, stage two, Larson blows up. Um, 
they thought maybe it was because the he went backwards and hurt the motor. Um, he says he thought maybe that was the case too, uh, but uh, the team told him that was not the case. Uh, kind of interesting thought process for that. You hear about that all the time where mm -hmm. um, it's been that way through the years when somebody spins out and they think that it spins the engine the wrong way and it, um, it puts a strain on the motor. Um, I'm sure it didn't help it any. So, you know, I guess if that's the way to kind of look at it, uh, it seems like I've heard that before where, mm -hmm. um, after somebody spins like that, that it, it puts a strain on the motor. Yep. Yep. I've heard that, uh, even at the local level. Yeah. The whole drivetrain takes a, takes a, um, a spin like that. That's not normal. And, um, yeah, I'm sure it don't help at all. Yeah. Uh, Brad cuts a tire out of turn two, slams the wall, and Kyle Busch gets into him. Both will be done for the day. The 18 had a tie rod or something break in the front end after hitting Brad. Uh, he stopped on pit road and couldn't make it to the garage, and oh, my gosh, did he get criticized for that one. Well, if you remember back at Pocono when he charged in into the pits and he uh, took a cone out and almost a couple pedestrians there, uh, just to prove a point, uh, he just parked it right there. Um, yeah, and then he just walked off. Uh, looked like he might have had to go pee or something, you know, but because uh, he was kind of in a rush to get back to the hauler. Then he came back with the street clothes on and then he talked to the media. Um, yeah, if he wanted to prove a point that he's not supposed to run through the pits, well, then park it there. Um, it wasn't appreciated. I think Truex did that later on in the race, too, where he kind of walked away from his vehicle after he was wrecked, too. Well, and I think there was cones, and, and with his damaged car, he wasn't going to make make it by without hitting them or something so uh that was the claim anyway so i i don't know was it to prove a point wasn't it um hard to say he says it wasn't but um you know maybe it uh you know <laughs> what's real frustrating as hell you're working your butt off all day and it just so happens you know the six cuts cuts tire down hits the wall and you're in the wrong place at the wrong time you know, and just totally smeared out the front left, you know, and pulled it out so bad. Um, you know, your day's done. And you're just like, um, Kyle had a, had a horse that had a chance. And just being in one place at the wrong time is frustrating as hell. And what are you doing? You know, your day's over. Yep. Uh, Chastain wins the stage. Truex, Logano, Hamlin, Byron, Jones, Bell, Elliott, Almarola, and Suarez, the top ten there. Um on the restart, Chastain gets loose on the bottom and slams the inside wall. He had been loose in that same spot prior. And that was off of that bump off of the, off the turn uh, two there. Mm -hmm. um, boy, it, you know, before that soft wall, what cars would go across the track there and they would pummel that wall and it would just absolutely destroy them cars. And uh, it seemed like his car was halfway decent, even taking a, a shot to the nose like that. I'm surprised how well the car held up after uh, putting a nose into the wall. Yeah, yeah, very true. I, I was surprised by that as well. Um, Truex had to get out of the gas when they were three wide. Uh, they wreck out of turn two. Truex, Kurt Busch, uh, Bubba Wallace, Jones, Hamlin, Custer all involved. Elliott, Blaney, and Briscoe even get a piece of it. And then Logano hits Byron hard entering turn three, coming to the white flag. No, he didn't. <laughs> he did a Dale Earnhardt Sr. on him. He, he wanted to rattle his cage, but he didn't want to wreck him. <laughs> well, 
We'll talk I'm going to put it out there right now. I've had many people that come up to me and said, well, what did you think of that? I'm going, it was good enough for Dale Sr. to do that through the years. Good enough for Legaro. Same <laughs> same kind of move. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute here. Um, okay. uh, Byron goes into the wall. Legano takes the lead and wins. Legano, Reddick, Haley, Harvick, Elliott, Bell, McDowell, Stenhouse, Austin Dillon and Suarez, the top 10. I believe uh, Byron went back into the teens. Uh, you know, Logano says that you're not going to put me in the wall to take the lead and not get anything back. Byron did squeeze him on the restart. You'll hear Ty talk about um, something similar happening to him at Darlington in a little bit. Um, yeah, I I have a hard – I let me say this, and I think I've said this before. I think – Dale Sr. had the reputation because he did it a few times. And I think if you actually look back, he didn't do it as often as people think. Now, was Logano right for doing it or wrong for doing it? I don't know. I mean, he did brush the wall out of turn two and he felt wronged by it. Um, if I was, if I'm Byron or Hendrick Motorsports, I'm definitely not happy about it. Well, he wanted to make sure that Byron got through there you know, uh, a little bit quicker going into three. So he kind of <laughs> helped him out a little bit. <laughs> Since that the shape of the track just kind of wasn't in his favor. Yeah, I thought Byron was going to come back off of the wall and get into Logano's right rear, actually. He took a swipe at him. Yeah, yeah. he sure did. Yeah. Um, yeah, was it a Dale Senior move? I don't know. That's hard to judge for me. The photos that... Byron ain't such a choir boy after all. He had a few things to say afterwards. Yep. Uh, it's more side of him that we haven't seen before. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it was kind of cool to see uh, some personality come out of him. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, yeah, he, he was kind of looking around. You could see he got kind of roughed up, and he, he didn't appreciate it. Yeah. Um, still, Darlington, good stuff, man. And, hey, people talked about it, and that's what we like. We like, you know, it wasn't vanilla at all. And, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's the way it goes. That's the way the race ended. So let me ask you this. Um, Byron, uh, It's it's been said by Jeff Gordon and some that Byron may have one in his favor when it comes to racing Logano. And then Logano says, well, he can do whatever he wants, but I can guarantee you that I'll keep going and go harder each time. What are your thoughts on that in in do you do you find what Logano did is is okay? Well, I see fans that are out there that says that Kenseth needs to get back into racing <laughs> so that he can give Logano a, a readjustment. Um, you know that's the way Logano does race, and uh, you know for Byron, he just should just take it and say, "Well, if this is the way he's going to race me, I'm going to race you the same way." Um, I didn't think the squeeze off of two that Byron did to Logano was blatant. Um, hey, man, when you're side-by-side side going, coming out of two there, I mean, that's tight right there. Um, Logano didn't appreciate it. Um, you know what? They're coming to the white flag, dude. Um, you know, gloves are off. Um, that's racing. Um, uh, he didn't pur purposely wreck it. Hey, you know, you're going on, what, 140 into that corner, and you're going to make contact with somebody? It would have been nice if he would have tried to raise the board, and he probably would have won. I think Byron's right, right rear was wore out. You know, Legato caught him, and uh, um, that's racing, dude. Um, like I say, coming to the white flag, gloves are off. It happened. 
uh, move on. I can understand Byron and Gordon being upset about it. And who knows, down the line, you know, if Fed could come back. But uh, I I just kind of looked, shrugged my shoulders, and fans talk about it, and I liked it. Um. Okay, so what are your thoughts on Logano saying that he will go um, toe-to-toe with him, essentially, and go harder each time? I feel like – here, here. let me tell you my thoughts on it. The racing, it is what it is. I think Logano uh, definitely went bigger than what Byron did to him. Um, but when you're, when you're pissed off and you feel like you've been wronged and someone took the lead from you doing it that way, well, you know, that's – that's how you're going to race back then, I guess. But uh, I don't know how I like how Logano was saying it. I, I understand what he's saying. I don't know that I like the comments that he'll go bigger each time because I really don't think we need to get into a war of just wrecking each other for the hell of it and potentially hurting someone. I, I never appreciate that. and never like that as a fan. Um, I don't like how it was presented by Logano, but I don't know – what he did at Darlington was necessarily 100% wrong. I mean, you feel wrong, if, but I, I don't, I don't want them to get, um, I don't want him to go harder and bigger and each time, you know, that's, I do not want that. Um, well, so I don't like. Innocent bystanders are going to get involved with the tool. So that's the bad part about it. You might have your little feud with somebody. And if you end up dusting somebody up, there's an innocent person that will be coming along that's not even involved and ends up getting collected too and that's yeah. the bad thing. yeah well and you know if someone gets hurt that you know where are you gonna where are you yeah. guys gonna be doing this so that you're gonna go bigger each time you know like we don't need that now if i'm byron i feel like i got one coming to him now am i gonna spin him i don't know how you're gonna how you're gonna if i'm byron i feel like i owe him one if i'm logano i probably feel justified in doing it and i'm not trying to play the middle field here but um, I guess I just didn't like how Logano presented himself after doing it. And I think that's exactly what Matt Kenseth had a problem with, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, I know I've seen a lot of that too. And a lot of those fans probably are reminiscing about that same thing that they didn't like how it was presented on Logano's side. Yeah. But to finish it up there, they, they mentioned on the booth this last week that they were together and Byron just went past them. They said, that's the best way to get back at somebody. Yep. It's just to absolutely pass them and blow his doors off and move on. But when you get to Martinsville and you're there and it's getting uh, crunch time and like that, you know, who says you're not going to just uh, uh, put a little paint on them. So um, yeah, we'll see where this lands down the road. Anybody can talk tough after a race like this, but um, yeah, they got to race together and cooler heads will prevail. I agree. Yep. Uh, let's move on to Kansas. Then the truck series we'll start with there. Stage one, Corey Heim wins. Uh, Ty was second. Zane Smith, Chandler Smith, Nemechek, Kraus, Rhodes, Crafton, Tanner Gray, and Hosevar for your top 10. In stage two, Zane Smith wins. Uh, Heim second. Nemechek, Ty, Rhodes, Hosevar, Tanner Gray, Kraus, Howard, and Friesen. Uh, caution comes out with 13 to go. They restart with eight to go. Zane chose the bottom. Uh, Ty would end up being behind him, and they got a great launch. And uh, Zane goes on to uh, win. Ty finishes second. Then Infinger, Chandler Smith, Eckes, Nemechek, Matt Benedetto, Kraus, Crafton, and Rhodes were your top ten at the finish. Yeah, 
Zane Smith was untouchable, man. That, that car was probably the best hooked up vehicle that we've seen all year. Nobody was going to touch Zane Smith on that one. Yep, I, I agree with you there. Uh, then the Cup Series at Kansas. Uh, Briscoe spins on lap six and goes through the grass. No damage. I have here in my notes, what? Could it be the new car that didn't allow it to rip up? Because that has been a pet peeve of mine for years. Yeah, and you're just waiting. You know, there's there's a sewer drain that he just missed by about two feet that was just to the inside of him as he went by. And I'm sure if he would have hit that back in the day when Carl Edwards hit that drain and just absolutely took the just destroyed the vehicle. Um, yeah, he was lucky. He's lucky that he didn't take the front and melt the car. For sure, for sure. Uh, McLeod spins and the roof hatch almost comes off. That was uh, a strange thing there. And then Haley has a tire come off and is on fire during the pit stop. Um, there's another strange thing. And then uh, Suarez spins after a left rear goes down, hits the wall with the front end. Uh, he was having a, a pretty good start to the day there. Unfortunate um, that it wasn't going to end the way that it started. Uh, he'll be able to continue, but... Um, wasn't going to get a good finish out of it. Bell has a tire go down under yellow as the leader. Um, we'll talk more about the leader uh, coming up here. Kyle Busch wins the stage. Chastain, Elliott, Reddick, Byron, Truex, Bubba, uh, Jones, Blaney, and Bowman, your top ten in stage one. Yeah, Kansas, don't you hold your breath. You know, it seems like for some reason that place has hard grinding wrecks there you know you just for some reason kansas has been known for it you just kind of sit there and wait when is this going to happen when's this going to go on so you know you're on pins and needles when i watch kansas absolutely 100 percent um yeah we've seen some bad wrecks there that one year we had a couple of them on the back stretch uh, in the same race um priest didn't he clobber the inside wall at kansas and yeah he was flying through the air on all fours all fours off the ground and just like wow you just like you're amazed that they get up and walk away from that you know without help <laughs> yeah yeah no kidding <laughs> the next day, man. oh yeah yeah um jones has a lug nut issue during the pit stop in stage two they can't get the right rear lug nut off eventually he pits later on they ran it they just kept it on and ran that right rear forever um pits later and they had to cut it off um, man, were they wrenching on that thing. Did you see all the crews? They were all watching the monitor saying, hey, what are, what are they going to do? Because this could possibly happen to us too. And um, yeah, it was entertaining, you know, just in there. First off, I, I was looking at righty, tiny, lefty, loosey. I'm going, aren't they going the wrong direction here? Um, find out from other fans that said that's, uh, that's got reverse threads on them, on them, uh, tires so uh, yeah that was entertaining where they were uh, that one big boy that was uh, <laughs> he's got a big beard and everything he, they were using actually a semi impact wrench and it was bah, 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 and it still wouldn't break that nut loose and so um, yeah they put a groove in it you know with a sawzall and then they tried to chisel it off and everything and just like they couldn't get that off of there um, yeah just alright weird very entertaining but weird I uh, heard on Sirius uh, XM radio, NASCAR Channel 90 this, this past week that what happens when that happens is that they get the gun going before they get it into the, the wheel. And if, if you do that, 
it's actually going to apply. I, I forget the numbers that they say. I'm just going to throw some numbers out there that they may have used. I think it's like 800 pounds of pressure when they do it right. And if you get that gun going before it's in the right place, it'll do like 1300 pounds of pressure. So they said when that ha- it can actually like, that's probably what happened to it. It's amazing with aluminum that doesn't crack that and break it, you know? So if that lands flush on there, um, then I suppose that would go that way. But usually when you over torque aluminum rim like that, you'll snap the rim. Um, so <laughs> strange, man. That was really crazy. They worked their butt off to get that nut off of there. And, uh, uh, they finally got it, but it cost them what four laps. Yeah, pretty crazy, pretty, pretty crazy. Um, they didn't even cut to commercial while they were doing that. That's how strange it was. Well, yeah, that's why I say it, it was entertaining. Just like, really, come on, guys, you know, and was watching that whole thing. You know, if you had to get the wheel out of there just so that they could get access, so that you could get inside there. And then as you're trying to cut that nut off, you know, you've got to remember there's threads underneath there that you need. And, um, you know, so it's kind of delicate. You just can't go in there and just go uh, crazy. So, um, yeah, <laughs> unfortunate. But uh, apparently if that happened to him, it probably could happen to somebody else later on. Yeah, yep, for sure. Um, I know, I think it was Corey LaJoy was talking that they know it's a possibility and you just hope that it's not your day for that to happen. So um, Reddick gets a ton of debris on his grill. He lets Truex go by to try to get it off, but he ends up hitting the wall, so the debris still stays on. Uh, he hits the wall a little later on and then eventually has a tire go down. Um, and then Harvick spins when getting off a pit lane. He downshifted instead of upshift, uh, upshifting. Um, Truex had a tire go down uh, coming to the last lap of the stage. He actually stayed out of the pits there. Um, that's a hard decision to make. Do you pit or do you try to risk damage and finish and not lose more track position? I don't know. It's That's a tough one, but he stayed out. Kurt Busch wins the stage. Kyle Busch, Blaney, Sindrick, Elliott, Larson, Chastain, Hamlin, Logano, and Bubba Wallace, your top ten. Yeah, that Reddick has been really having the bad luck. It really showed on on that one there. Hey, Hamlin or Harvick was my pick, you know, against you that, and he couldn't do absolutely nothing right all day long. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll talk about him coming up here a little bit. Um, what a save by Larson! Unbelievable. Um, Elliot spins after having a tire go down. The tow truck gets stuck trying to get him hooked up and out. Uh, lots of rain they got that morning and then a big mo- moment for Harvick uh, similar to Larson and then a caution comes out to check for fluid on the track shortly after that yeah what Elliot what he spun did you see that when he hit that apron and that car flew it's just like hey that was almost going over yeah um, that car spun around and then caught the apron like that and the car launched and that was a uh, weird thing yeah and then the record goes out there and so they need the record to tow the record out of, <laughs> out of the grass so, uh, we've seen that before where a record needs a record yeah yeah um kurt keeps getting runs on larson but gets tight when larson changes his line and the air crosses his nose uh kurt gets by larson eventually and gives 23 11 their first win larson kyle bush hamlin bell Truex, Chastain, Stenhouse, Bowman, and Bubba, your top 10 there. Um, boy, could this turn 23-11's season around with Kurt getting a win. And I'll tell you what, Bubba had a couple of good days here uh, lately. Uh, so if they can get some good luck on their side, uh, this could turn their season around. Absolutely. Yeah, Kurt Busch, he, uh, 
Boy, he makes teams so much better, doesn't he? He's like won five different uh, with five different teams, you know. And way back when, he's a past champion, and uh, he definitely shows his talent. And uh, good for him, man. Uh, he deserved that win. That car was a rocket too. Oh, he he is the guy that you. I mean, twenty three eleven or Trackhouse wanted to keep him because they knew building a team that he's the guy that you want. He's yep. he's the guy that you want. So. Um, they made the right decision and, and it paid off there, even though they haven't been showing too much prior to this point. Um, some of that was bad luck too, but, um, yeah, he's definitely a guy. He's the 2004 cup series champion. Um, yeah, he, he's the guy that you want when you're starting up a young team or even to mentor, uh, uh, you know, like a Bubba Wallace or someone that's trying to grow in the sport as well. Yeah, the consistency is what is uh, is the issue with that team. I mean, you got it going now. Now, now, try to be consistent with it and keep working with what you got. Absolutely. Um, then we go to Texas in the uh, Truck Series, uh, Stage One. Priest wins it. Friesen, Zane Smith, Eckes, Chandler Smith, Nemechek, Ty Rhodes, Kraus, and Heim. Your top ten in Stage Two. Priest wins it again. Friesen. Nemechek, Rhodes, Eckes, Kraus, Heim, Ty, Chastain, and Ingram, your top 10. I thought Priest was the guy to beat, man. That, that, tar, that truck was stout early off on, on that race. Yeah, I was considering taking Priest um, on that race, too. I, I ended up going with someone else. But, uh, yeah, he looked like he was the guy to beat. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that Texas is still a challenge, man. When they changed that turn one, made that flatter, and so you know, three and four is just stand on it and go. And uh, you know, they put that gooey stuff, the the sticky sauce, on Texas, and it seems like they got it in the right position. Uh, we'll see for the All Star race if uh, how that works. But uh, all in all, um, Texas is a challenge once you go into one and two over there. Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, Heim spins exiting pit road after contact with Zane Smith. Rhodes got a penalty for having a tire get out of the box. And then the unfortunate incident when Ty gets loose and into Derek, uh, who hits the wall and has decent damage that would, uh, and Derek's day that was, uh, man, you know, Ty and Derek have been, uh, close, uh, over the years. No, they haven't seen eye to eye, um, in some of these incidents lately, unfortunately, but, um, man, super unfortunate there. I'll tell you what, Derek Kraus has been slowly coming on, man. All of a yep. sudden, that, that truck has been finding some speed and getting some good results, too. So um, getting better all the time in that Chevrolet. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it seems like that's what happens. It's almost like he's Tony Stewart, a little slow starting, and then, you know, summer starts hitting, and he starts hitting his marks and getting better and gets close to the to wins and, and playoff contention. Yeah, he was just in the wrong place. You know, Ty wasn't loose all day down on the bottom with just that one lap. She just got squirrely on him, and, and just unfortunate that Derek was there and put him in the wall and ended his day. And yeah, just like, oh, you know, it's, you know, as for Ty, he's kind of think, you know, that just kind of takes takes the, the shine off of a good finish. You know, you just wish that wouldn't happen. Yeah, for sure. Um, Chandler Smith. Uh, thought he might have a loose wheel. He drives off the jack too quick for the second time in the day. Uh, wasn't his fault. Um, that pit team kind of had a rough night, including the crew chief and spotter who was ever calling him out of the box. I think he ended up okay, but um, interesting thing there. 
And then Zane has the same loose condition as Ty did and hits Chandler Smith. Zane cuts a tire down due to it. Then Infinger, same thing, and hits Ankrum and Ankrum spins. So a lot of those trucks, they weren't even really like close on the door. It was just like when they got to that certain spot, it made the um, truck on the bottom extremely loose. Yep, they help you turn that wake and that air is moving around. It makes it unstable for sure. Uh, Gray hits the wall, comes off of it, and, and right rears Ben Rhodes into the wall. That was a big hit for Ben. Uh, goes into overtime. And uh, Friesen makes the bottom work, passes Christian Eckes, and wins. Another um, win streak is snapped, this time by Friesen. Uh, Eckes, Priest, Hosevar, Ty, Nemechek, Heim, Chandler Smith, Crafton, and Matt Benedetto, your top ten. Yeah, there was a six-pack of cars there at the end, you know. And, uh, yeah, I think the right truck won the fastest truck, Friesen, at the time. Uh, pull that off. Um, but that was good there at the end, man. There was a six pack of cars, man, and we were going to go for it. It was a good finish, man. For sure. Um, yep. He, Friesen has had good runs, just had some bad luck. They switch over to Toyota and haven't been as strong as they were in the Chevrolet prior, but they end up getting the win now. And, and may, again, maybe this is something that propels them uh, forward. Yep, yep, you can get momentum off of a victory, man. Victories help everything, don't they? <laughs> Absolutely. And then we got the Xfinity Series at Texas as well, Mark. Uh, McLaughlin spins for the second time on the backstretch, but Jeb Burton isn't able to check up in time and spins Gibbs on the front stretch. Uh, that derailed their day a little bit. The stage would under uh, first stage would end under caution, Gregson wins that. Elgeyer, Elmendinger, Jones, Hill, Mayer, Creed, Alfredo, Yaley, and Snyder, your top 10. And then a lot stayed out, so the previous leaders will be stuck in traffic on that restart. You know, the week before, I had Harvick. You know, he couldn't do nothing right. And and this race, well, I picked Gibbs. And, oh, my gosh, he just had everything going against him all day. So, for me, it was a little bit of a frustrating race. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. It was a little rough. Uh, Creed gets loose up into the wall and spins. He has major, major damage. His teammate Hill also got into Snyder as well, and uh, they they both had damage. Uh, Fender kind of came flying off there, exiting turn four, just as this was hap uh, right before that happened. Uh, Hemrick was having a rough day. He had damage and uh, got penalized for a tire that got out of the pit stop. And then, uh, boy, David Starr had a wild save. That was uh, that was unbelievable. And guess what? They stayed green. We've seen a couple of those instances now. <laughs> yeah, you want to go over there with these uh, staying green and throwing <laughs> caution stuff. You know, I'm just a little bit irritated right now when I just uh, went through. But anyway, um, all in all, you know, Hemrick, uh, there's another one that just seems to just has bad luck. And, uh, you know, we keep pulling for that guy and uh, wishing better luck for him. Absolutely. Yeah, well, uh, we just praised the other Stay Green earlier, and uh, we'll talk about one that we uh, we just witnessed a short while ago. Um, be interesting. But uh, uh, Barry wins Stage 2. Elgire, Byron, Reddick, Gregson, Truex, Mayer, Herbst, Hill, and Jeb Burton were the top 10. Uh, Barry got loose on the restart on the bottom and spins. It looked like he was going to save it, but others wrecked due to him uh, spinning there. 
Uh, so Barry was involved in it. Gregson, Jones, Gibbs, and Mills all involved. And then Gregson spins a little while later and uh, backs it harder into the wall after a tire gets cut down from that damage, and, and that ended his day. You know, he was trying to make it go, man, and all of a sudden, you know, cut that tire down. And, um, the car was already hurt before that, and then, uh, well, it was absolutely destroyed after that. Yeah, yeah, destroyed, capital D, as you would say. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, El Geyer has a tire down, and, and uh, caution comes out. He has to pit. He was running up front. And then three wide, Graf gets into Star, who gets into Sieg, and Sieg wallops the wall. I think Sieg was not happy with uh, Star, but I don't think he realized there were three wide and that there was other contact that precipitated that. And then uh, the big one, huge wreck, big hits for Yaley and LeBay on the front stretch. You know, uh, yeah, Yaley, that 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 car went uh, uh, all four tires were off the ground. He hit so hard, and then they, uh, yeah, they all slid down the front stretch and piled them all up. Yeah, others were involved in that one. Uh, how about Tyler Reddick driving the 48 for Big Machine Records? He goes on and wins the race. He was pretty good all day. Uh, that was Big Machine Records' uh, first win, if I didn't say that already. Uh, Byron was second. Mayer, Elgire, Hill, Truex, Barry, Herbst, Almendinger, and Castle, the top 10. Yeah, that 48 team, they says, hey, let's put a... Let's put somebody else into that car and see how that performs. And um, you know what? That's going to point that team in the right direction. Um, yeah, Reddick uh, ran a really good race there. Good to see him uh, win the race uh, with his bad luck that he's been having lately. He's in that, uh, has been in that car for a few times now and has done really well in it. So I think they're starting to figure things out. And of course, I think Reddick is uh, one of the best out there. So good choice by them. Who is a normal guy that's in uh, in on that 4018? Uh, Jade Buford. Yes, Jade Buford. We've seen him uh, have a uh, have a few uh, instances uh, and uh, uh, in that car. So, <laughs> so maybe that'll straighten that team out after after. Yeah, he uh, he's done okay, but I think they want to get someone else in there and see um, what it's capable of capable of. Excuse me and. Uh, go from there but awesome to see uh, another first time winning team in victory lane yeah yeah so good stuff there man we'll see how that goes after this <laughs> well and then we go to the all-star open for the cup series so the open is where drivers that are not in the all-star race yet can race their way in uh ricky stenhouse jr wins segment one chris busher wins segment two and Daniel Suarez wins segment three. There were a couple of incident, incidents in the second and third segment. Uh, Castle backs it hard into the wall. He was driving the 77 for Spire Motorsports. And then Tyler Reddick, who looked pretty good, looked like he was going to advance for a while. He uh, spins and collects Harrison Burton there, and that ended both of their days. No, Harrison Burton kind of collected himself. He had nowhere to go. And uh, isn't that something? Austin Dillon's not an all-star. And you kind of see that three-car there just like, wow, you, you think that he would probably dominate a race like this? And, man, he didn't get in at all. Yeah, even uh, Redick, he looked good, but he wasn't his typical self. And over the last few weeks we talked about earlier, they've been kind of struggling a little bit. And I wonder if uh, this is just a continuation of that. Hopefully not. but. Um... 
yeah, they both ended up missing out. Because even Reddick looked like he might advance. He was not uh, racing up front like we would normally see. He was in the top five all day. Yeah. So Childress is uh, is struggling right now at, um, in the mid part of the season here. Yep. Uh, Eric Jones did not race his way in, but he got in due to the fan vote. So the 43 team uh, uh, fan voters got him in. And uh, put him into the all-star race. Uh, speaking of the all-star race, we'll talk about that now. Uh, this will be interesting, folks. Um, <laughs> there's some newer things that uh, I think a lot of fans, and in, including us, were not aware of with this. But uh, Kyle, Bish, uh, Kyle Bush excuse me, goes on and wins stage one. Uh, eight drivers did not pit under that caution, including Kyle Busch. Uh, Larson loses a tire in turn four and hits the wall pretty hard. That ended his day. And then the big incident, um, Kyle Busch has a flat tire coming out of turn four. Luckily, he did not hit the wall. Um, you thought at the time, but then Chastain has nowhere to go on the bottom. He already committed to the bottom with someone on his outside and almost uh, flips his car as he goes over the left rear of Kyle Busch's car. Then he has no control of the car and collects Chase Elliott. Couple of big hits there. Man, all in all, Larson when he hit where he hit that turn four wall, um, we were on a side by side on a commercial, and you looked at that car and you saw it towed out, and you just like, well, he's done. So that was a hard hit. Um, Kyle Busch, he tried to get out of the way. You know, he knew he had a flat. And Chastain committed to it, and oh my God, yeah, it's that car was almost well, it was practically on its side, and Chase Elliott had nowhere. He didn't even know he knew it was there, but um, he didn't have no chance at all, and he got taken out. And that was a hard hit for him too. Oh, ab yeah, absolutely. You know, he said something interesting in his um, post-incident interview. He said. It was his fault he didn't leave enough room for a Chastain. He knew Chastain was going to go straight there due to the hit, but he didn't think it would be that quick. But looking at the replay, if he goes up there, he's in the marbles, and I'm not sure it ends any better for him. No. You know, it's one of these, I hope I can get through it. You might close your eyes and just like, I think he got tagged. and You know, spin around and hit driver's side first like that. That's, that's a scary deal. Um, yeah, destroyed that car and used him. Yep, yep. Um, and it, it was kind of interesting because they did, had Larson on just before then. They said, well, it's hard to pass. It's almost impossible to pass out there. Uh, I think this is Kyle Busch's race to lose. And sure enough, a few minutes later, this whole thing happens, which caused a, a red flag and the stage to go into overtime. Austin Sindrick ends up winning this uh, second stage. And then they have the pit crew challenge and the 22 team takes away the $100,000. They were the fastest pit crew. You know, all in all, the format is is really good. I really liked it. Um, I did. I didn't know about the halfway point point to put a caution out at lap twenty five, or if there was an incident at the end there. I kind of questioned that one. Otherwise, the format itself for the All Star race is really pretty cool. Yeah, I have some different thoughts uh, on that. I I think. I think it's complicated just due to that because I'm sitting there and I, you know, obviously we follow it and take pride in following it. And there's things like the halfway competition caution, the final stage we didn't know about. And if there's a caution 
that happens uh, kind of like the Arca series, even though you take the white flag. We'll talk about that later, but I don't know. I'm kind of frustrated with, um, and I think a lot of people would agree, uh, they were, it, it takes longer to talk about the format than it does the actual race, you know, to explain it to someone. And uh, boy, it, it shouldn't be that way. You know, and they even said right at the beginning, just just sit, if you don't understand it, just sit back and we'll explain it to you. So, which which tells you right there, it's complicated. <laughs> you know, Larry Mike just like, yeah, just sit back and we'll tell you how it goes. And it's like, you know, yeah, it's for a casual fan, it shouldn't be that way. Yeah, um, that pit crew challenge. I should mention that it went from line to line, so it did include Joey Logano, but they were the fastest of the pit crews there. Um, Bell got loose after that and into the wall while running second. It looks like he was coming uh, for the lead there for a while, but then he has that issue. Uh, most cars decide to pit, but Blaney and a few stay out, including his two teammates. They kind of, I don't, I mean, they knew that if they could stay in the top 15, they were going to start in the first two rows. So there's another rule that had to be explained that if you win a segment or finish wherever in the first couple segments, that you get to start in the first two rows as long as you finish in the top 15. It's just like when you add that into the other things, I mean, it just kind of, I understand it, but a, a fan oh. that doesn't follow it completely is going to be totally lost. You better believe it. Yeah. Just like what's going on here. How come this guy, all of a sudden you, these guys get to come in and have a, a free pit stop, you know, you, you can sit on pit road and make sure your lug nuts are tight and, you know, then they got a free a free pass kind of in a way. For a casual fan, it's just kind of checking out NASCAR. <laughs> I'm sure they'd be lost real fast you know, compared to what else and how we follow that. Yeah. Um, so Blaney decided to stay out because um, if you win a stage, you get to start in the first two rows, and the other two knew that they were probably going to finish within the top 15, and they would be up there with him as well. So they kind of almost protected him in a way. Uh, but still, there were some people behind him with tires that were going to come and uh, force force the issue there. Blaney does hold on to win stage three, so he uh, it ended up working out for him and Team Penske. Well, you know, the Fords are out front where they should be, and that's the, uh, that's the way it should work. So um, all in all, the world is right. The Fords are out front, and, uh, and we can all live with that. <laughs> Uh, oh, you? Yeah, you know, a lot of people didn't expect the Fords to be up front, so that was another storyline there too. Um, they was, did a lot. Was yes. They uh, did a lot better than people thought. Um, Jones spins and hits the wall. Uh, that was essentially the competition caution at that point. I think it was twenty-eight to go on the stage, so that ended up being the competition caution. So you didn't even need to have it in there. Um, it was about split of who came in to pit and who didn't fifth place hamlin was the first to come in he took two tires wouldn't, wouldn't you take four there i mean if you're coming in and you got that many laps you you would take four you would think so yes um you know and he took two tried to make it work and uh but clean air was boss and blaney showed that yeah and it, it, it almost paid off he got up to second there and then uh this, this is the event that we'll be talking about for a while. So uh, Blaney takes the white flag. 
Stenhouse gets into the the wall in one and two. So they're in Blaney just got to the trial when the caution came out. It wasn't as close as the announcer said. It was out as he was coming coming like into or halfway through the trial. It wasn't like 10 feet before the line or anything, but um, close enough where they decided to throw the caution. So Stenhouse was the last car there. No one had to get by him, and the cars weren't going to go through that area at speed. Why would you throw the caution there? Why? <laughs> There's a question. Why? You know, I just, I couldn't understand that. And then, you know, Blaney thought it was all over. He was ready to go do some burnouts, and they were saying, hey, you better let him know that this race ain't over yet. He already put his window net down. And, uh, yeah, it was uh, crazy. Uh, another phantom uh, yellow flag. Uh, NASCAR's got to have their drama finish at the end. And somebody's sitting there with their finger on the yellow button. Um, I was I was upset about that. I, I didn't I didn't totally agree with that tonight. Yeah, I, I totally disagree with the call as well. In a normal circumstance, not coming to the checkered flag, I I would say yes, that's a caution. He was on the wall for quite a while. Cars are gonna come through that area at speed. I, I get it, but and there's been a few instances over the years where I've disagreed with it. Now they've done a really good job lately. We just talked about two or three instances where Someone looked like they were going around, saved it, and they didn't throw the caution, which is so unusual. Even when Bell came off of pit road and spun, they didn't throw the caution. So they've actually done a really good job at that lately. Um, but then you have something like this, and it just is hard hard to understand. You and I could do a better job, buddy. Yeah. Uh, Period. You've said that once before, and I'm telling you, I'm in the tower on a weekly show announcing that. It is pretty difficult well, to do but I, I i will say that i just think they made a mistake i don't want to go as far as that i understand what you're saying i'm just not i'm not gonna go that far <laughs> i will and i'd say there's there's some common sense but it seems like hey we can get a better finish if we push the yellow right here um it seems like nascar wants or whoever the director is wants that drama finish at the very end and they'll do everything they can, even if it's down. We've even seen it when it's two feet before the line and saying somebody is standing there with their finger quivering on that button, ready to push that yellow button. And if they can push that button and get that caution to get a green-white checker, and if that's for the ratings or whatever, um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I I uh, just shake my head at that. If, if that's what they want for um, their suspense, um, so be it. It frustrates me. So let's talk about the window net deal. So he puts his window net down and he's holding it under caution, trying to reattach this thing, and everyone knows it's not going to reattach. How did that thing stay up? I, You know, you and I were talking a little bit, and I think what happened is he rolled the side that was closest to him over a roll bar, and then the other side was kind of wedged in between the C post, I think that would be, and, and maybe another roll bar or something back there. Um, so it was technically up. I don't know how the rule reads. To me, it would have to be attached. So one of two things would have happened. They should have allowed him to do that because it's a different rule than usual, although I will say that the team should know the rule. 
and drivers should know the rules. So would they have done that? I don't know. Um, or they um, should have had him come in and go to the end because that he he would have to pit. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, he thought the race was over, and he and he was actually surprised. He was coming down the front stretch to do a burnout, and it, it's not over, you know. And uh, um, however, he got that all put back together, holding it or not. You know that's not safe, right? Um, you know. So what's the call on that? Yeah. And, um, who yeah. knows? They might turn around and he won the race here, and it's only been what forty-five minutes since he's won this race, and they might just come back and say, "Well, that was illegal," and they could actually take that away from him, and that would really tick off a few fans, including me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that they'll do that, but I, 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 I so. will. I will say the safety issue. Safety is always number one, and we've talked about that on on this thing multiple times. If he goes in, like, let's say something really bad on the restart happens and he takes a shot like Chase Elliott did driver's side first, I'm not convinced that that – I'm actually almost sure that window net does not stay up. No, it won't. You know, so yeah, when it comes safety first, there it just seemed like it kind of took a back seat there. I think they should at least let him say, "Well, let it, let him buckle that back up and go back out there." But, and I thought that too. I really did. I thought, "Yep, that should be, that should be the right thing to do." They should let him come down, had, reattach he it. Had fluorescent. He had these fluorescent chartreuse gloves on, and you could see him, and he was working on it. You know. Matter of fact, it looked like it was with two hands trying to work the damn thing. So everybody in the whole ballpark knew that he was trying to work with that and he was having an issue. And I think NASCAR should have stepped in and said, all right, the race ain't over. Let him buckle it back up and let's, and let's go back racing. That's the way it should have been, but uh, no, NASCAR didn't go that way. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's the way it was, man. Really, what should have happened is the race should have been over. Um yeah, but I don't know. When we were first talking, I initially said yes, they should have let him come down. But isn't it his and the and the team's responsibility to know the rule and know that the race wasn't over? Well, you that's know what? And, and then what box does that open up if they allow him to do that in this instance? Well, I'm sure probably during a driver's meeting next week they probably should address that. You know, and say, "Hey, you know, <laughs> you, you better make sure." And yeah, I'm sure they should address that this week. Yeah, ultimately, what happened though, and I'm just playing devil's advocate on that. Um, just some thoughts that came through. I think they should have let him reattach it personally, but um, actually, the race should have been over, like I said. But um, I digress from that. Um, the ultimately, what happened was the right guy won. Well. I'm in the campsite here, and there's a few people in, <laughs> around here that knew that somebody in campsite 11 wasn't happy um, seeing that caution come out. And, uh, and, uh, everybody went back to bed here, and we're all good here now. So all I hear is crickets. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you just heard us talk about all of the recaps here going back to Atlanta, and now we have uh, Ty Majeski joining us. It's been a while since we've been able to talk to him, too, as we've been busy as we previously mentioned. Uh, Ty, thanks for joining us once again. How are you doing? Doing well. Uh, just uh, getting ready to go here for, for Charlotte this weekend, working on this uh, on this Sunday, and 
trying to get caught up. It's a long stretch of these uh, eight race, eight races in a row for the truck series. So trying to stay ahead of the game. So you say you're working today. Where are you? Are you between Dallas or are you over in Charlotte or where are you today? Oh, we're in Sandusky here at Thorsport, uh, Thorsport shop. So, uh, just getting ready to go, getting trucks simmed up and, um, trying to come up with some baselines for simulator on Tuesday. So always, uh, always busy, like I said, especially in between this, uh, eight week stretch. Absolutely. Well, like I said, let's go all the way back to Atlanta for you. Um, uh, pretty good race for you in stage two. You were able to finish second, so some good stage points there. You finished third in the race. looked really good. Um, you also pulled a, a a good teammate move by helping Ben Rhodes there. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, you always want to try and work with your teammates, and obviously with the incident Ben and I had at, at Vegas, um, you know, just needed to show some loyalty there and make sure, uh, you know, Thor Sport had a, had a chance to win the race, and I don't feel – uh, me pulling out a line and passing him gave us the best chance at winning. Uh, we were kind of up against three KBM trucks there at the time. Uh, John Hunter, I think, was a, was a lap down, and uh, he, you know, so we were basically, uh, and then the eighteen and the fifty once so we were, you know, it was three against two, and I felt like if I pulled out a line, that would have um, probably made him not go with me, right? So um, we needed each other more then, and fortunately, it was a little bit short, but overall, a, a good finish. Uh, then you go on to race at Coda. Kind of a bad day for you there, unfortunately. You and your team. Were you able to learn anything, even though it was kind of an unfortunate day? And and how was the facility? Is there any comparisons to the facility to Road America, even like for fans wise? Well, Coda is just a, a beautiful facility. Um, you know, Wisconsin is more that outdoors. You like you're in the middle of the woods. You know, campfire feel. Whereas Coda is built for F1, right? So it's all wine and cheese type people that usually go to that facility. So it's uh, just a little bit more upscale and uh, modern. Um, I prefer Road America, uh, if I'm being honest. But, um, yeah, it was, a, it was a tough weekend for us, really the, the toughest weekend we've had um, to date in the truck series. Just uh, had a brake issue early on and then broken axle. Then um, went back out and had flat a couple flat tires. and. Um, even the pit box broke and put Joe on his ass. So uh, it was just a miserable day from beginning to end. Uh, it just wasn't wasn't our day. Um, but um, you know, we just kept kept put our heads down and, and recovered well from the from the unfortunate weekend. You know, you still ended up pulling off the fastest lap there at Coda. So you still had some performance there. It's just like you were trying to catch up all day long, though. Yeah, we had actually you know good speed. Uh, that, obviously that track I haven't been to before and we were under the 20 minute um, practice and, and qualifying right after uh, format. So it really didn't give me many laps um, to, to get up to speed. So um, once I got going in the race, the speed was there, uh, which, which uh, was a small win for us. Obviously it wasn't, it wasn't a good day, but uh, it was still a valuable experience for me. Uh, then you go to one of the tracks you were looking forward to most when we talked to you uh, just before the season kicked off in Martinsville. Uh, stage two, you were able to get some good stage points, finishing in sixth. Uh, the race, you finished just outside the top ten in 11th. Uh, solid day. Maybe not what you hoped for. Um, and then also, is there a track up here that compares most to Martinsville at all? And Martinsville is just kind of its own 
anomaly. It's uh it's a short track, but it's uh it's tight and yet with the curb it's just it's difficult to make passes there with the engine package um that the truck series have. So um it was definitely a lot different than what I imagined. It was a just a, a lot different discipline than a standard short track race. Um so you know, really looking looking at all the races that we've done this far, that was probably our worst race just from a speed standpoint. And it was, you know, Joe and I both had that one circled on our calendar. We just missed it a little bit. Uh, we had a, a small brake issue. Um, you know, for whatever reason, the we think it was a, an issue in the uh, in the master cylinder was causing the rear the rear brakes to grab a lot a lot sooner than the fronts um so our, our rear rotors were glowing the whole race and couldn't ever get any temperature in the fronts and uh it was making me wheel hop on entry so just um balance wise i thought we were okay but you know between um where we were at and, and the brake issue it just um just kind of hindered our day a little bit and wasn't as good as what we all hoped uh then we move on to the the dirt race at bristol um boy where do i start with this one an awesome day for you uh, stage one, you were second. Stage two, you were second. Uh, race didn't end how you wanted to. It ended in 21st after Buddy Kofoid spun in front of you and you tried to uh, avoid him and, and spun yourself. Um, but you led a bunch of laps, great stage points, and it looked and sounded like you had a blast. Yeah, we, we had a really good truck. Um, you know, Joe brought a different, little different package to the, to the dirt race and Man, it was good right off the truck. Uh, didn't take me too long to adapt to dirt. I've never driven a stock car on dirt before, so uh, it was a learning learning experience for me. But uh, the truck unloaded good. We were good in all the practices. We were good, and um, and I obviously won the heat race. Started eighth, drove to second. Um, you know, was right with Ben, and uh, just missed the strategy a little bit. You know, our our strategy was to do what the ninety nine did. And actually, Ben was supposed to pit that first pit stop. And, uh, and he was, and he missed pit road. So, and we were going to do what he did. So had we, had we both pit there, it's probably between us two, um, battling for the win. So, uh, unfortunately didn't go that way. He was able to get through traffic. Uh, a couple of the restarts went, um, you know, the lane choice went his way a little bit more than it did ours. And, um, unfortunately we were, you know, not ahead of that incident when the 51 spun in front of us and, um, you know, ended up, you know, was unable to end uh, a good day on a positive note, um, but overall, it was still a really, really good point day for us. Hey, when I saw you at the Dells, you know, you and I talked a little bit about about the dirt race at Bristol. Saying, did you really surprise yourself? I mean, there was a lot of unknowns there, and I mean, you took right to it and just took off, and you were you were a part of the <laughs> part of the show there uh, down there at Bristol. Um, tell us more about that dirt race. Yeah, you know, I, I would you don't know what you don't know. Right. So going into it, you know, it's a huge unknown. You don't know what the grip level is going to be like. Um, not only, you know, I, you know, I don't have much experience on dirt, but now you're getting on dirt in a vehicle that's not really made to go on dirt. Right. So it's, uh, it's more like a street stock than, um, you know, a dirt late model or a dirt modified. So, uh, just, a, you know, a huge unknown for me going in and, um, you know, we don't have, you know, dirt sim, um, you know, really the biggest thing that I leaned on was eye racing to um, sort of just have an idea of what the grip level was going to be like. And, um, you know, me not having any um, 
any experience on dirt. I didn't know if I racing was realistic or not, but that's the literally the only tool other than, you know, watching some old video that I, you know, that's the only tool that I had to use. So, um, obviously it did a pretty good job. You know, I, I certainly was not expecting to go in there and, and have a shot at winning. And, um, you know, Joe put a great truck under me and, uh, I adapted well and I felt like I leaned on, uh, a lot of people within Thor sport that, um, uh, just, you know, gave me the right mindset and, uh, what to expect and what to look for and how the grip moves around. And, um, you know, and it, uh, it all worked out. Uh, continuing on Bristol here. Um, what do you think led most to you having a good day? I mean, does it, do you look back and say, well, I have pretty good car control and that was the biggest thing that led me to it. And then, um, also, are you looking forward to Knoxville now with your success at Bristol? Well, I think, uh, I think the biggest thing with racing trucks on dirt is you have to treat it like a very slick asphalt track, right? You're not going into the corner and necessarily pitching them sideways on purpose, right? Um, the fastest way around is being smooth, not slipping a wheel and being straight. And, uh, and that's where I found speed, uh, at Bristol. And that's how you have to run some of these slick late model tracks up in Wisconsin. Like, you know, Golden Sands has very little grip state park, uh, up in Wausau, very little grip. So you sort of drive with that same, with that same mentality. And I think that's what helped, um, shorten the learning curve for me, uh, just having that, that mindset and that experience on some of those slick racetracks in, in central Wisconsin. Um, you know, I really wasn't looking forward to Knoxville, but after, <laughs> after we ran so good, uh, at Bristol, uh, I think we'll have a good chance to win there. Nice. Um, then, uh, then you go to Darlington stage one, you finish inside the top 10 in 10th. Um, then there was an issue in stage two and you and your team had a hard fought comeback to finish fourth. Nice job by you and the team to recover. How did the uh, tire go down? And then also NASCAR missed the penalty for going over the box. And you said something over the radio and they, and they still missed it. Uh, they do monitor radios. Uh, have you been talked to about, or maybe have you thought about maybe not saying something over the radios next time uh, something happens like that? Well, if they're going to catch it, they're going to catch it. I don't think they're going to listen to the radio and then, you know, relay that to a different part of, nascar and have them look at it just because they said something over the radio you're talking you know you've got about you know 30 seconds to make that call or not make it so that's a a lot of time to you know from a to me to say something be the official that's monitoring to hear it and then relay to an official to then make you know then search for the video and then make the call right so i don't know if that um would hinder whether I get penalized or not. Right. But, uh, when it happened, obviously I was just trying to get in the mindset of, okay, I'm probably gonna have to come from the back here and what are we going to do to try and maximize, um, the day off of that mistake. But thankfully we, uh, sort of got away with one there. Um, one of the, at NASCAR official just came up to us after the race and basically said, we, you got away with one. So it uh, likely won't happen again. Uh, but it was, it was an up and down day all around for us. We had, a really fast truck, uh, qualified second. Uh, I think we're third quick in practice and had a really strong truck throughout the race. Just really never had a chance to, to necessarily show it, uh, ran inside the top five early. Uh, then that caution came out and split the second or the first stage half the field pitted, half the field stayed out. Um, you know, only got back to 10th there. And then, uh, early on in stage two, um, I got 
it was it was tight racing. I, I kind of got squeezed into the wall, much like we saw Joey Logano get squeezed. Um, the guy left room, but you know, it, it, it was definitely squeezed um, and uh, just got a little bit of right front fender damage and uh, made the tire go down. And obviously, had to go down um, a couple. Or a, it was one lap. Had to pit under green, uh, repaired it, and um, couldn't ever get the lucky dog. Took us three or four cautions um to get the lucky dog finally the first caution after the second stage was over uh finally got back on the lead lap and uh clawed our way back up through the to the front so um felt like we had a top five truck didn't run there all day because of the circumstances uh but sort of felt like we finished where about where we deserved to that race you know darlington you know I, it's one of my favorites on i racing how is it racing there they say you have to race the track and not the competition how does that fit in your style there buddy well it's a it's a tough racetrack just because um it's so narrow so in one and two especially there's only one groove right you, you start off on the bottom and you let it swing to the wall and then you bring it back down on exit so there's really only one groove so as much as you want to race the racetrack, you've got to try and peek a headlight out and get clean air on your stuff uh, in order to, to make any kind of lap time behind somebody. So, um, you know, you definitely want to race the racetrack, but um, unfortunately, just a fact of how um, the aero packages are, you have to um, realize where the guy is in front of you and try and get some clean air on your nose in order to, to even keep up with them. So once you get down to turn three, you can go really anywhere from – um, you know, a groove below uh, the white line all the way to the wall. So uh, makes a lot of fun. Two ends are very, very different. Low grip, a lot of tire fall off. Um, you know, uh, it's a uh, race tracks where you have to lift and use brake and um, do different things as a race car driver. Makes it fun. Um, going on to uh, Kansas, then uh, a lot of speed in the truck once again. Uh, so close to a win, good stage points, and a good finish for you guys. You know, you know we've showed good speed, uh, speed capable of doing that at a few different racetracks this year. Uh, but Kansas was the first race that we actually put all three stages together um, and, and, and maximized where I thought we deserved to finish. And, um, you know, we finished second in the first stage, fourth in the second or, uh, first or second in the first stage and fourth in the second stage. And, uh, and then end up with a second place finish. We looked like we were going to finish third there. Got a late race caution. Uh, took the bottom behind Zane. Had a chance to maybe, um, you know, get underneath him for a couple laps. And after that, he was just a little bit too strong. Um, but overall, a really, really good day. Um, like I said, we maximized that day from a points perspective. Uh, gave us a huge margin on the cutoff line um, from a playoff perspective. And um, just a, a really good day. Three top fives in a row now. Uh, just going to keep building on the on this momentum we have going. Then Texas on Friday night, stage one you finished seventh, stage two eighth, and you finished fifth in the race, and you were closing on the top four fast there. Another great point day for you guys. That's been uh, kind of how your season's been going. Um, I have to. I, I hate to ask this, but I feel like I have to. Unfortunate incident with Derek there. You guys have been close throughout the years. Um, looks like you just got loose. Yeah, just that's bottom line you know we were uh had an aggressive setup in for sure um definitely on the trimmed outside of where everybody else is at and um we had a lot of speed right when you trim out you have a lot of speed but uh your handling sometimes isn't great uh, especially around other trucks and um you know he didn't do anything wrong i was 
uh, actually had a nose on him. So, you know, his him being on my door or anything had nothing to do with it. Just got down into the corner and, um, you know, I was edgy the, the entire race. And unfortunately, when when I uh, sort of lost control, he was uh, he was on the side of me and collected him. So just uh, feel bad about it, obviously. And I'm just disappointed. You know, I, I hate doing that to anybody, but uh, he was he's probably the last one I, you know, choose to have him be the innocent bystander of, of, uh, of my mistake. Yeah, that's a bummer, <laughs> Derek, of all people. Hey, man, I'll tell you what, now looking at Charlotte and the speed that you got, you got to feel that there's a victory uh, coming up pretty soon here. I mean, your confidence has got to be sky high the way you've been running. Yeah, I feel really good about where our team is at. Uh, felt like we missed it a little bit in Texas. Uh, like I said, I think, you know, we were pretty aggressive on setup and, um, you know, we lost some track position early there due to a pit stop and never could really recover from that. Um, you know, so, you know, I say we missed it, but on a day we missed it, we finished fifth. So um, there's a lot of good things going on. I really, really happy with um, where Thor Sport is at as a whole and specifically the 66 team. Um, we're, you know, Joe and I are really working well together with our engineer and, um, you know, the, the Finnish fab guys are doing great in the shop and um like i said this is uh an eight race stretch very hard on um on these truck teams you know there's not a lot of truck teams that have uh you know an infrastructure built up to um sort of sustain this this type of schedule so um it was important to keep trucks in in one piece throughout the stretch and um hopefully we can continue to do that and put ourselves in and uh a little bit better position to win these races. Uh, we're close. Uh, I just had to clean up some of the pit stop stuff and, uh, I'll keep getting better at, um, at maximizing restarts and we'll keep getting the trucks better. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's there. The speed is there. We just have to put it all together. One of these weekends. Ty nine races are in seven races until the playoffs. You sit sixth in points, 85 above the cut line. If I'm not mistaken, you're the best, of the points guys everyone else has finished as one above you uh some tracks are left that you've experienced that like gateway in charlotte charlotte was just mentioned uh you have some experience in the truck uh some wins and in top finishes in the arca series and also experience in the super late at, at gateway um looking forward there what are, what is your mindset yeah just um you know obviously as we grow closer to uh the playoffs you know you're we're going to become um you know more so racing for wins than necessarily trying to get stage points right so as we get closer and, and and hopefully the you know the cut lines you know doesn't shrink right and uh we can start being a little bit more aggressive on strategy and, and trying to put ourselves in victory lane rather than to uh just uh you know race for stage points and um you know gives us the opportunity to potentially flip some stages and pull some strategy and uh and try and do that so uh, we'll see where the next few weeks go um Probably the, the three races I've circled on my calendar that I feel we're we're gonna have a really good shot at. Uh, you know, Mark mentioned I think uh, I think Charlotte Gateway um, and and Nashville are the ones that I have circled on on the season for the regular season on on giving us the best chance to win. And then uh, to finish up here, uh, tell the fans how, fans how your short track season has been going and and where they can find you next up here. Yeah, you know, we've only raced, I think, four times um, on the short track stuff this year. We uh, won down in Citrus and then won the Rattler 250 down in Alabama and then have a couple starts up here in, in Wisconsin. Uh, first one being at Slinger and then Madison. Um, felt like we had a really good chance of winning Slinger. 
uh, had a really good car, just couldn't quite get the restarts to go my way. Um, you know, on the lane choice, just uh, I got into Luke on one of them. Um, he checked up going into one and uh, let Alex, you know, get in front of me. I felt like if I could have just gotten a restart um, on the front row, I felt like we would have had a better chance at, at winning the race, and I just couldn't quite get over that hump. Just made a couple mistakes, and um, and the, and a couple of the researches didn't go my way, and couldn't get the track position to uh, to put a little bit more pressure on on the four. So uh, then we went to Madison and um, had a mechanical issue there and uh, destroyed a race car, but uh, thankfully that one's uh, almost put back together and um, trying to get it put back together for for Slinger, and I think we're gonna try and go there for a local show. Uh, coming up here in June, and then uh, and then of course Slinger National. So uh, looking forward to it. Obviously, a, a hard to race late models here in this eight week stretch of truck races. But uh, once we hit July, uh, the truck stuff thins out, and uh, we'll try and be in the super late some more. You know, down at Madison, that was a wicked hit in the turn three when you backed her in there. Is that one of the hardest ones you've ever uh, hit with a super late? Um, just looked like it cracked the windshield on the car. It hit so hard. And uh, did you feel that one? Oh yeah, for sure. We I've had a couple of those. Uh, we broke a trailing arm down in uh, New Smyrna, uh, 2015. We were leading the points. Uh, it was our first year going down there, and uh, we broke a trailing arm, left for a trailing arm bracket going into three and backed in the fence. Uh, real similar. Uh, did the same thing uh, at Kakana, I believe it was back in boy 2012 uh, with Pathfinder. Backed it into the same thing. Broke a left for a trailing arm bracket going into three. Um, same sort of hit. So um, I've had a few of them similar to that one, um, but uh, you know, obviously, never, never a good thing when um, you know you kind of just. I spun on my own oil. Um, piece of debris must have got up in the in the engine cavity there and uh, and uh, poked a hole in the oil line and um, basically spun up my own oil. So uh, unfortunate, but Toby and the guys have been working really hard to get the truck. Uh, truck used to talking trucks now uh used to getting the car back together and um excited to, to bring it back to slinger uh one last thing for me you were talking about something and something popped in my head here uh working with joe Shearer jr this year uh how how has that gone how's the communication and obviously you guys have to be positive with how you've been running yeah it's uh you know it's been really good for for both of us and uh you know we've been running good Duke and Ron to give us all the tools and everybody at Thor Sport gives us the tools that we need to go and be successful each and every weekend. And, um, you know, it's Joe's job and my job to maximize the equipment that they give us. And, uh, and we're honing in on, it. I mean, we're, uh, you know, like, like you said, we're, we're, we're consistent right now. Three stretch of three top fives here in a row and, um, we're close. We just, uh, you know, working with Joe has been great. Um, you know, we've been, you know, actually, we're simming right now for for Gateway. We got our Charlotte stuff done this morning, and um, we're doing some Gateway stuff. So, trying to get ahead of the game um, as 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 we get closer to some of these races. So, um, we're just trying to refine our setups and trying to get a little bit better. Um, you know, we're we're right we're right there. So, if we can uh, figure out a few things, uh, find a little bit more speed, we can uh, we can go on a stretch and win some of these races. And I just said that was the last thing. Something else just popped into my mind. Uh, it, with how well you've been running, you've picked up some new sponsors. Tell us uh, about some of those and, and what they do. Yeah, so Road, Road Ranger Travel Stops, they're uh, actually out of a suburb of Chicago, out of Schaumburg, Illinois, uh, is where they're headquartered. And they're, um, you know, a loves or a pilot travel stop center. So um, they're 
Midwest. So they go stretch from like Texas straight up the United States. Their most northern location being in Oakdale, uh, Wisconsin, right off I ninety. Um, if you're headed, you know, from Madison up to Lacrosse, it's uh on the Oakdale exit on I ninety. So um, you know, stretches and then it goes as far east as I think uh, Chicago area and goes straight down the United States. So they have forty three locations. Um, expanding nine by the end of this year, and then going to continue to expand um, at least ten locations for the for the foreseeable future. So um, they're out, they're they're growing much like I am, and um, you know thought it would be a, a good partnership. Me being a Midwest guy, than being a Midwest based company, um, to put a, a cool partnership together and uh, and grow together, and that's the intent. Um, they see some of their competitors um, in the sport, like Pilot and, and Loves, with um, with uh, with uh, Front Row Motorsports there. So, um, and then Pilot's been a, a longtime supporter of, of Junior Motorsports with Michael and that. So, um, you know, you've seen um, a lot of their competitors uh, in the sport, and they wanted to uh, to compete with them, and that's our intent. And uh, we want to build, you know, not only, a, you know, perform well and a great partnership on the racetrack, but off the racetrack as well. And so far, uh, it's been really, really a, a big pleasure working with them. Awesome job, Lauren, because I wanted to ask about the, the sponsorship there. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I got. Hey, Ty, wishing you the best, man. Long stretch here of uh, races. Uh, wishing you the best in Charlotte, man. We want to see a victory come into that place, huh? Yeah, we're gonna try. Appreciate you guys for having me on. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Ty, for always being gracious uh, with us. We appreciate it, and uh, I think uh, you have a trophy in your sights here pretty soon. I hope so. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks. Let's talk about short track racing a little bit. So okay. uh, we've been to a few short track races now. First, uh, the Icebreaker One Hundred down there. Boy, was that cold. Um. Yeah. It, it was. It was cold, but. Uh, the, the, the racing warmed us up. How's that? Yeah. <laughs> it was good. Always uh, the Dells. Dells puts on a great show. Jerry Albee and his team are fantastic down there. Um, what a what another great event. Always is, man. You know, it, um, if anybody was out of state, never came to the state before, and say, where would you take me to a best race in Wisconsin? I'd take them to the Dells. It never disappoints down there. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I agree with you. It's, uh, it's great side-by-side racing. It's just, uh, it's hard to beat. Yeah. That, that's not our, that's not our home racetrack. We're just kind of saying, Hey, the Dells, it's way to go. So the icebreaker, yeah, we, uh, uh, it was a little cold, but, uh, you know, we're tough. We're from Wisconsin. We can handle that. <laughs> yeah, we can, uh, we can try to anyway. Um, I, I wasn't prepared for the win, so I had to, uh, end up buying a, buying a sweatshirt down there. You know, we stepped out of the vehicle, walked about five feet and said, oops, forgot the long underwear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Both of us knew right then and there that the icebreaker was going to be a cold, a cold one, but, uh, oh man, what an event though. It was good stuff. Awesome. It was, uh, it was a great event for sure. Um, and then we had the uh, Arkham Midwest Tour opener, or excuse me, not even the opener. They had a, the Slinger race down there. You were down there. Uh, that was also pretty pretty windy. Uh, Luke Fenhouse takes takes that. Yeah, it was so windy. Uh, people were bringing popcorn up, and we were watching the popcorn fly through the air and go through the fence down to the racetrack. And 
it's it's we're grateful nobody got uh, lost an eye or nothing like that but that was just crazy windy it was unbelievable but uh yeah luke fenhouse showed how he can get around slinger and uh, um, <laughs> another another great event there um it was uh but that's probably the windiest race i've been to in a long time yeah, and I should mention Jordan DeVoit uh, takes the Icebreaker 100 at the Dells that we were just mentioning. Uh, he sure runs down well down there. Um, then the Arkham Midwest Tour second race uh, at Madison, the Joshua Classic. Uh, Casey Johnson, what a day he had. He broke in practice, barely got off for qualifying. He ends up taking uh, the race there. Uh, Ty Majeski hard hit for him. You know, and that was another cold one that just like uh, the the uh, <laughs> spring just didn't want to show up for us, uh, race fans. And um, yeah, it was a cold race. And uh, you know, that came down to the end with Casey Johnson and Dalton's here. And you know, Dalton gave Casey everything he could take, man. Casey showed his uh, his talent and he pulled that off. And that that was a beauty of a race down there. We always have good races up here, don't we? We do. And, and, you know, that weekend stands out to me so far. I know there's only been a few events that we've been to, but that had three spectacular races. You're talking about the Truck Series race where um, they had a good battle. Uh, Bryce Miller and Kevin Kinesi, um had a great battle. And then Dennis Prunty in the 602s, he pulls it out over Tom Carlson. And, and before that, Bryce Miller was had a good battle with him. And then... Um, to finish off the day there, um, the finish between Casey Dalton and, and Derek Krause had a pretty good run there too. So three phenomenal races. The weather could have been a little better, but still a great event. But hey, they put, they make them thirty six laps for a reason, man, and uh, that's what makes them special. Man. <laughs> so yeah, all in all, a good day on on racing down there. Madison uh, put on a hell of a show. We got a lot to look forward to uh, coming up here, buddy. Absolutely. And then uh, the Tundra Super Late Models was the next event that we were at just uh, last weekend. Um, Casey Johnson takes that one as well. There's a trend here early in the season. And uh, Justin Mondike finishes second with Jeff Van Outenhoven in third. Um, the Tundra Series does a great job, too, and it was great to be back at our home track. Yeah, they do a super job. There was only half the, uh, half the field was left, so there was, there was a lot of... Uh... A lot of attrition that happened with that race. Uh, but all in all, uh, we all walked out of there as a lobster. So from Madison, from freezing our butts off to just totally getting baked over at Kakana, we've had <laughs> from one extreme to another. But, uh, hey, man, I think the Tundra Series just does a super job. And, uh, yeah, awesome racing. And that was just an awesome event. Absolutely. Um, and then weekly racing at Wisconsin International Raceway, unfortunately, got canceled last Thursday. I'm hoping the weather is better for, for this Thursday coming up so we can get that underway. Um, looks iffy right now, I guess. Yeah, Madison can't get off the ground either. Um, they've had a couple uh, rainouts too, so uh, that's that's springtime in Wisconsin. Here, we'll we'll get her warmed up and dried out, and we'll, we'll get into a pattern here, and we'll be just fine. Absolutely, absolutely. Hey, we'll be, we'll be all right, and I think I heard that from somebody. Yeah, you bet. We'll be all right. <laughs> um, now I think the next event is the Arkham Midwest Tour Salute the Troops One Hundred down at Jefferson. I think you're going to that. 
I will be there. Yes, sir. I unfortunately will not be uh, doing some camping myself, doing some family time. And then um, I think the next event that we're going to cover, the Bev Ash and Brenner uh, race that we've been to before at Marshfield, which is special uh, to us. Um, I'm not sure I'm going to make that one. Then we got IndyCar that, that Sunday. And then the World of Outlaws the following Saturday, the 18th, which would be Father's Day weekend. And then that Father's Day is the Arkham Midwest Tour, uh, Father's Day 100. Uh, that that Father's Day 100 at Milwaukee Mile will probably be the next race that we cover for Double uh, L Sports Network. Yeah, we were talking about Road America, and I'm, I'm going to take the shot and go run up there to Marshfield and then catch the Indy cars, go flying around in Road America. Um, yeah, the, the World of All Laws is over at Beaver Dam. That's a two-night show, a Friday and Saturday night. Um, I'm just going to do a kind of a Saturday thing, do a little family stuff here on Friday night and, and kind of stay local. And then Saturday, do that. And then, yeah, hell yeah, Sunday we're going to go to Milwaukee and do the Father's Day 100. And, hey, we're going to have to scatter out of there real fast, go catch the, the Super 8 over at uh, Slayer. For, might get in there and just catch the feature and see how that goes for the Super Bowl. <laughs> so, I tell you what, man, you're going you're gonna to have to put, take them up, put them down, man. We're going to uh, get to our local racetracks and support them as best we can. Absolutely, yep. Uh, I'll, I'll be joining you at the World of Outlaws. Um, I'm looking forward to that because I've really never seen them. I can't remember if that was the series or if it was the IRA sprints that came to Oshkosh, so never been to Beaver Dam. My wife, who's not a super huge race fan, she likes racing, has been to Beaver Dam many of times, so I'm interested to see this place. Um, and uh, it's going to be a good time. we got a couple of good events coming up here, like you said, uh, supporting our local tracks. So uh, bear with us. We'll try to cover as much as possible, and uh, we appreciate all of your support. Absolutely. Hey, Casey Kane is going to be at Beaver Dam, and we're going to have a pit pass. But if anybody wants to get a pit pass, uh, just go – over on the other side, the far side of turn three, and they've got a they got a little uh, shed that's on over there, and you can actually buy a pit pass, and you can sit on the back back uh, stretch pits, and the, the cars are right behind you, and you can go up there, and all the drivers, the the cars and stars are all there, and they are accessible, and you can actually. Uh, communicate with them. It's an awesome experience. If you want to check out the World of All Laws at Beaver Dam, I suggest that's what you should do. And you will just, um, it's lights out, man. It's a hell of an event. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that as, as I am the other things coming up here too. And um, race season is definitely, definitely in full swing now. Yes, sir. That's <laughs> just the way we like it. Yes, sir. All right, Mark. Well, uh, thanks for joining me on this uh, longer podcast here. I'm glad we could make it work and, and get it out there to the to the supporters and our, our fans there and people that just like racing. Uh, we appreciate your patience once again. And uh, um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Can't say enough, Mark. That that includes you. And hey, we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon here. Hopefully Thursday. Yeah, that's for sure. Hey, you know, if it gets a little bit long, you know, just kind of like I'll put a halt to it and then come on back. And we, uh, matter of fact, I like these long ones, <laughs> these long podcasts and kind of work for me. Um, pick them up and take them down, you know, and, and get them in. So good information and love talking to man. So thank you to it, man. Thank you for coming. And um, 
and we will uh, we will march on. Here we go. Yes, sir. See you soon. All right. See you, buddy. This has been a production of Double L Sports Network. Hope you all enjoyed it, and thank you for listening.